So what you do this week, Jackson? Yeah, like, what did you do? I, I mean, I'm not going to be genuine if you're just going to, like, throw it back in my face here. I didn't do anything, really. Trying really to check up on my buddy lives. here. I mean, I just, just worked. giving me nothing. Just worked. A lot of working. Been working the corners these days. Yeah, I mean, I'm a manager now, basically. So I coordinate everyone around one task. That sounds like a really fun job. Yeah, I sit by, you know, I'm really embracing it. Sit behind a computer all day, answer the phone, look, make sure no one's doing anything stupid in front of me, and that's about it. That's my job. Going to do that for the next two years. So are you the dude that just kind of like does absolutely nothing but gets stressed about everything? It's not that I don't do anything, right? He's not doing anything on the flight line. I'm not maintenance, really. I am, but instead of that, I take, I just make sure everyone's doing what they need to do and make sure the people who are working are there. And then at the end of my shift, I go and tell my supervisor, this is what happened. This is what's broken. And that's pretty much the gist of it. So you're just the... Uh, I'm a coordinator. I, I just coordinate. Yeah, the detail-oriented uh, reporting. Sure. I mean, to... it sucks because I can't leave early anymore. Yeah. I have to be there the whole time. Even though I technically do leave because my meeting's at 6, but my shift ends at 8. So I just leave after the meeting anyway. But it's... Uh, I don't know. It's all right. Keeps keeps the clothes clean you know what i'm saying yeah get a decent amount of human act interaction or you pretty much just i mean you? yeah i'm talking to people all day i'm on the phone or i'm talking to them in person i'm constant i mean my shift uh, i work oh weird shift so there's not as many people there but it, a lot of people actually come out the first day so the first day i'm pretty busy after that i'm really not gotcha. it's all right it's better. It's a nice break, you know? Yeah. Gets you away from the grunt work. Yeah. Wrenching on shit. Yeah. Not that I don't like it, but I don't like to do it for money. <laughs> yeah. Um, What about you, Drew? What, what do you do this like week? My week? My week was great. This is like the best week I've had in a long time. Yeah? Yeah, honestly. It was a good time. Spent spent a lot of time with with the homies, with some friends. Had a had a good time there. Kind of fumbled the bag on a birthday party, but hey, it happens. You know how it is. I was having fun. <laughs> happens. Well, it was a good time. Yeah, and uh, got to go to the Eric Church concert. That was wonderful. That's who it was. I can't remember who you said you were going to see. Dude, it was with my mom. You know that's going to be Eric Church. You know that. Um, yeah, yeah, that was last night. That was a little bit, uh, a little bit rough for me. So, uh, my mom told me like, Hey, before you, you leave the house, get fucked up. And I'm like, well, all right, get fucked up. So hopped out of the shower, put some clothes on, obviously slammed like four or five glasses of, of a mixed drink, a particular drink that I, I like very much. Got out, got in the car, went and got dinner, um, drank more there for four or five drinks or so. Threw up the dinner immediately after. That was fun. And then I went to the concert and I had a great time. It was just getting there. It was a little bit rough. Pre-gamed a little too hard. Yeah, got some free beer when we got there. It was a really, it was a really good time. I, I will tell you though, up, though, I think, uh, I think Eric Church is is probably the best performer I've been to, and I've been to a, quite a few concerts. Like it kind of, it kind of shocked me a little bit. I was like, holy shit, it sounds exactly like fucking on Spotify. Sounds exactly the same. It's crazy. I thought Post Malone was pretty close too. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty close. 
Know who wasn't close? 21 Savage. Oh. 21 Savage is fucking horrible. He opened for Post Malone. And he did not sound anything like he does in the studio. <laughs> you know, I felt the same way, but uh, I went to a Dirk Bentley concert, and that was pretty good. Yeah. Sounds pretty just like, I mean, I think the concerts are better than Spotify, so. Well, yeah, the whole atmosphere is more fun than sitting in your fucking room listening. To yeah, music. that's part of it. It's not necessarily that it sounds better. It's just that you're in that atmosphere and in the moment, and it's just yeah. more fun and more memorable. So I expected it to be like, a little bit more my age. It was a really old crowd. Like, in the pit. Like, nobody was really under 30 there. It was kind of crazy. They were all doing, like, mosh pit shit. I don't really vibe with that. What does a mosh pit, a country concert? Well, I mean, like, pit activities. I don't mean, like, necessarily a mosh pit. That's just the first thing that popped into my head. Well, wasn't it like a uh, a center stage type deal? Yeah. Oh. In the middle of the venue rather than up against the wall? Yeah, it was right in the middle. Did he yeah. shotgun a beer with someone from the crowd, though? No. Well, then you need least, to go to a Dirk Spanley concert. I mean, he had like seven mixed drinks up there. There was one for every single microphone he was singing at, <laughs> which I was kind of like, okay, that's impressive. That's really impressive. He spilled one, was kind of upset about that. Party I was bro. like, that was, that was probably some expensive ass shit. I don't know why you did that, man. Like, come on. But, like, it was just him. There was no openers, nothing. He did it for, like, he got on at 9. And then we left at, like, 1230. See, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of like, because when I went to the concert, he opened with two people. Uh-huh. Both people I never heard. One was Sean Party. Yeah. Um, I never heard of heard of john party before then and i was like wow he's pretty good and then he kind of blew up right after so i mean i do prefer openers i like it i like seeing different things at the same time i mean they could suck like really bad but i just thought yeah. it was impressive that he went for like four hours i, I think some artists it, like to hire local artists yeah. for their opener and sometimes they're just really bad yeah i think if you're a big artist you're gonna make sure you have a good opener well that's what isn't that what the chain smokers did drew they brought in a local dude i i couldn't even remember that concert for the life of me to be i think the with. chain smokers don't necessarily count it's They're a little more anymore. hippie so you're gonna get like oh check out this local band they smoke a ton of weed yeah i want to call eh, i want to call them super hippie but yeah they're in that vibe uh there's a space station going up there's plans, I should say, for a Zero Gravity Studio. Isn't it backed by Tom Cruise's company? No, so from what I get is he, word leaked in 2020 that Tom Cruise was planning to film a movie on board the International Space Station. Okay. It, NASA was all involved in the project, but that's all that's really written about that. A company called SEE has announced plans to build the SEE-1 space station module. It include a sports and entertainment arena movie production studio all before December 24th. Hmm. Zero it's, gravity sports would be so much fun. It would be, yes, but it would we would never be able to afford it in our lifetime. Oh, fuck no. No, absolutely not, but fuck, we can dream. Big one percenter thing here. Big one percenter Not thing. even, probably a big... Point three percenter here. You got to be a multi-billionaire to go to space. I mean, that'll never change. Hasn't changed. No, what will yeah. change though is jobs in space, and that's where people like us get to space. Yeah, that's the only way, and I think we're a little ways out on that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of production happening up there. No, not really. You get to be aboard a mining ship, and then you can, you know, you can go to the space hotel. <laughs> but it would be cool, frisbee in space, dude. Anything yes. in space is infinitely cooler, though. Yeah, but I don't think 
you can't play every sport. What do you, you can't play like baseball. It's not going to happen. Fuck yeah, you can. You can. It's just everything's a home run. Yeah. yeah, I mean, unless you float up there and get that bitch. You, you can't play basketball. It's pointless. Football yeah, that's, that's can't pointless. come back down. <laughs> Ball can't come back down. <laughs> Football's kind of pointless. Ball can't come back down. I mean, you're, it's gonna. It's got to be sports based on getting a ball and a goal, right? Because mm-hmm. in end zone, you have. I mean, unless you have to stand in a certain square, but that's kind of stupid. So it's a ball into a goal or whatever object into a goal. That's about it. I think that's about the only sports you can play in space. You can play like tag or like combat sports. Like Dude, paintball in space would be fun as shit. I could take like Coke cans and throw them down like a hallway in the ISS. Go bowling. For hours. Just as you know, hard as I can to see if anybody's going to pass by. The ISS is kind of small, dude. There's really not a lot of room. That would be yeah. a menace to society in space. The only way you can play sports in space, you need a lot, something a lot bigger than the ISS. Yeah. Something yeah. massive compared to it. I mean, I think the sports arena would have to be the size of the ISS. Minimum. I mean, if it's like an, or talking like an arena, like where they can hold some bleachers too. Yeah. Like, it's gotta be big. Very big. I mean, I don't. You really don't need bleachers. There's kind of no point in sitting in just zero g. It's a fair point. Yeah, but like you gotta keep the crowd contained. Yeah, sure. You can just have float s- over this floating area. Just put them in a box. With yeah, like on the ground. No, it, you can sit all you want. It's not really doing much for you. But what's the crowd going to, how big the, how big can the crowd be, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to have 10,000 people watching. Not for the next million years. You could. There's I mean, that's possible. People. It is, but. It's a lot of people. In it's it's almost like modeling, like, something like a soccer field into space. Oh, you play, yeah, you play soccer in space? I mean, I guess. Not really. I mean, kind of, not really. You would need a very contained area to do soccer in space. Yeah. I just, there's like three styles of sports you can have in space, dude. I'm just mainly thinking a a live recreation of Echo VR. That's probably the best sport. That's not a combat sport. That's probably it. I wonder if they added the uh, PC version to the Quest yet, where they have the combat game mode too. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be cool. Really, it's I, like rugby. Rugby's probably the best sport you can play in space. I don't know about that. You might just launch that bitch. Yeah. Well, a style of rugby. Not very many gravity reliant sports translate to space no now when you get to low grav like we go to mars basketball there would be fun mm-hmm. high jumping everywhere you have to put the nets at like 15 feet new developments in ukraine yeah they're now ordering families of diplomats and diplomats to leave the country and the uh, uh, State Department has issued an official do not travel advisory. To the Ukraine? Yep. Yeah, I don't know you why you travel to the Ukraine. And- I want to go. I'm down. I'm so down. Well, there's really not much there for you. Yeah, there is. Like what? Ammo. What do you- Plenty of ammo. Yeah, sure. You can get a lot of 7.62. Yeah. Okay, so like, it looks like the loomings of freedom. That's what it looks like to me. Oh, sure. I'm down with that. Vibe with that. It's kind of our thing over here. So, you know, like, why not? I'm going to go help them out. Yeah. I'm sure they'll let you fight. Why not? I'm sure I'll take a round of the chest by a fucking Russian operator, but, you know. Well, yeah, you're going to come in there and be like, oh, this dude's American. We're putting him on the special teams. Yeah. You're going to go up against some fucking SAS. Oh, not SAS. Sorry, Spetsnaz. So, there is uh, Drew 
Jackson, you've heard of them. Ford Observations Group. Mm-hmm. They are currently over there, not necessarily fighting, uh, more so reporting from the front lines to the small group of people that listen to them and what they have to say. Uh, according to whoever, whichever one of them runs their Instagram, we're they're reporting that they are are casualties on either side almost every day uh there's a lot of sniper activity from either side he has a two buddies over there that together have a uh triple digit kill count uh Closest contact with Russian forces, special forces, has been less than 70 meters away from what, what would we call them? Rebellion or, or separatists or whatever. I don't know. I don't I know what they're calling separatists. themselves. Uh, today I saw them post a video of Spetsnaz moving in with uh, the Russian mercenaries get supporting them. Mm-hmm. This is where they were. They were on the front line, 300 meters away from this action happening. Yeah. So there's a lot more going on on the ground in Ukraine that the media is not telling us about. Not and then sure. on top of that, uh, you said, Drew, that uh, got a bunch of government websites got hacked. Yeah, they, they had like a whole cybersecurity breach. And a shit ton of threats were, like, sent out to government officials. A bunch of government websites were completely shut down. A whole bunch of crazy-ass shit went down. Uh, they didn't confirm exactly who did it. I can I read something. somebody. Yeah, I read, but, I read an article, a short article. It said that they suspect it was possibly Belarus, but the Russian military is also had having a massive buildup on the Bel- mm-hmm. Belarusian or whatever you want to call it border because it, I guess Kriv, the capital of the Ukraine is less than 80 kilometers away from the border Yeah, at that point. And they're trying to do, or they're planning for a quick takeover. They really want it. Yeah. And they've also now deployed their Navy into the, uh, the Baltic sea, the Russians. They just, you know, they wanted the Ukraine forever. So, shit's getting hot and heavy. It's about to pop off. Yep. It's just a matter of time at this point. It's not a ma- It's not if, it's when. Man, yeah, it's going to get a little toasty. Will we? The help? real question is, is how NATO? how is NATO going to react? No, how are we going to react? Okay. We ain't going to do shit. Well, we're we'll get to it last. I see United Kingdom going in. Germany won't do shit because they're already blocking uh, Estonia from sending support into the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had they just had a naval chief say that Russia deserves respect over Ukraine. Yeah. And he stepped down because of those words. Uh, so Germany's not helping. The UK will get in there. I feel like the Polish Special Forces will assist for sure. Yeah. Uh... France, France special operations will get in the fight. Canadians will get in the fight. We'll be the if we get in the fight, we'll be the last to get in the fight. Yeah, but I'm willing to bet we'll have CIA operatives and plain clothed, clothed people on the ground. Well, we already have people over there, so no way we don't. I don't know. It's Russia's gonna take it or not? Who knows? It'll start a war. It'll be the first major conflict between superpower nations in a very long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because NATO has already pledged their support to Ukraine. So, has anyone heard anything about Kazakhstan lately? What's been going on with that? No, I haven't seen really anything about it. Dude, they're not reporting on it. Why would they? Because it could promote an uprising. 
all they want to report on still is how COVID's so dangerous. Wait, that don't make sense. Hundreds detained in Kazakhstan in wake of violent unrest one day ago, 20 hours ago, an uneasy calm as Kazakhstan returns to normalcy. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's not. It's not calm there right now. No, probably not. BBC reports Kazakhstan government says if you protest again, we'll kill you. Like they didn't kill him the first time. Yeah. They really went dark on the reporting real quick with that one. Well, it doesn't make a money. Yeah, that was maybe up for what, six days? Not even. They reported that uh, the government uh, set, issued a shoot to kill order against yeah. protesters and requested support from the Kremlin, and that was about it. That was the last we heard of it, really. Major headlines. Mm hmm. Let's see what happens with it. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure we won't hear much about it. No, that region of the world's a shit show right now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The Russians are involved. It's a shit show right mm -hmm. now. Two minutes ago, Biden is considering deploying several thousand U.S. troops. That's not enough. No. They have a military buildup of over 100,000 on the border. As well as warships and aircraft. Well, we're going to go to war with Russia. Yep, looks like it. I mean, that's what happens, right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a major war. And then, what, China gets involved? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it'll be a Cold War. Cold War's more likely. I don't think so. You know, I think so. I don't know. Russia doesn't want to go to war with us. No, they can't maintain a fight against us, but here's the thing. If they take direct military action against Ukraine, we're going to take military action in support, and it's, it's just not going to leave anyone any choice. Russia's not going to back down. They have too much pride. Yeah, but, I mean, the only way Russia has any chances with China support. But are we dumb enough if we know China supporting Russia to continue trade with them? Well, probably. It's just like, uh, recently I saw this video with audio recording of two commanders. They were friends, like went to school, fought, uh, shit. Went fought in the, in Afghanistan together, and uh, now they're on the opposing sides because Russian when Russia was uh trying to invade or invaded I should say Grozny. That was when they were dealing with the uh the Terries, right? Ninety five, and they were just going back and they're like back and forth with each other and like one was uh the one on the opposing side was just saying like don't do this like what are we gaining out of this? Nothing. Like we're both gonna fucking die here, and your men are gonna fucking die. Like, have pity for their families. And big boy Russian com military commander, he was just like, "Nope, can't do it. I got my orders." Refused to back down, and thousands of innocent people died. Yeah, they got too much pride to swallow it. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens with it. It's only a matter of time before they go into the Ukraine. Yeah. There's stories that would come out of it all the time from civilians there that would say the Russians were on Ukrainian land. Oh, they're, they're, it's known that the at the very minimum, it's been uh, reported that mercenaries are on the ground causing problems. But now we know that special forces are also there, mm -hmm. which is no surprise. We knew they were going to be there before anyone else anyways. Yeah. They're slowly becoming less quiet about it, though. Well, I just think there's more media there now. People want to hear about it. Yeah, there's that, too. But I've actually seen a lot of, like, tweets and shit. Of guys who are like, yeah, no way, I'm going to go fight the Russians in the Ukraine. I didn't join the military for this. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what you did join the military for. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess they're in Ukraine now. There's uh, college students, doctors, professors, just normal civilians that are taking up arms and starting to train and uh, prepare for the inevitable invasion so they can defend themselves in their homes. It's just, it's not the same as us in Afghanistan. I mean, the Russians will just destroy everything. They don't care about the production. They want the land. Yeah. They don't care about anyone there. They will destroy everything in their path. It will be total war. They will bomb cities into nothing if they have to. Yes, indeed. They're not afraid to. No, they don't care. And the problem that's going to arise is we're not going to, no one's going to try to stop them until it's already happened. It's not like the first round's going to go off and the U.S. is going to be there. Yeah, no. We just got out of that region of the world. We're not looking to go back anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes a lot for us to get involved. So the Ukraine's pretty much going to be fallen by the time the U.S. is like, yeah, we should join. That's why we got we to gotta hope that NATO, the rest of NATO, gives some sort of response. Because, because truthfully... Based on the the treaty, we have no choice but to get involved if anyone else in the uh, in NATO goes to fight. It just uh, that's why I don't like NATO, dude. But notice that Ukraine hasn't been allowed to into NATO yet because no. they know if NATO if Ukraine gets attacked on, it'll start a war. Well, and that's what's trying to be prevented right now is no matter what, if anyone from NATO says, yeah, we're going to go to war with Russia, we have to join. There's no choice. The problem is if we don't join, then it doesn't matter. That country is going to be gone. Russia is going to beat them. We are the only country that can compete. Britain can't fucking compete. They can maintain a war longer than Russia, I feel. No, no way. We Dude, crippled the German, Russians. The account. Germans steamrolled through Europe. Steamrolled through Europe. I know, Europe. but the economy, it, the money, it's the money. We Last time they, what, when they annexed Crimea, we fucking toppled their economy. Yeah, but the Russians steamrolled through the Germans, dude. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they did, and they did not have nearly as much money. They don't that's- need it. It's, they've fair. proven they don't need the money. They don't need the trade. They can maintain a military. It's just a thing. It's just, in this day and age, you, money is the driving force of a war machine yeah, against but the modern army. Britain is already broke. Britain has no money. They can't even maintain their current military. They couldn't maintain a full military Yeah, invasion. what, the HMS Queen Elizabeth is like in the shop every other month? They can't maintain it, dude. Germany does not have the military. No other European country does. What, the French going to do something? I, I mean, you're asking... Polish. We have the, Pol- the Poles. We have Which what's left of the Germans. Isn't what's, very good. No, what's left of the Britain. And then the Australia, Australian army. We don't have anyone, dude. The Aussie Special Forces are pretty fucking badass, though. Sure, but you're talking about... I mean, you can talk about, oh, they have Special Forces for any country. It doesn't matter. You don't. It's not like you have 100,000 of them. Yeah, no. Fighting a, a 100,000 strong force again, with a few, what, in the world, there's got to be no more than... 10,000. 10 to 25,000. Special, special Forces, you guys? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't You're care. I don't care who you are. The numbers don't work. You could be the best of the best. You have ten thousand guys versus a hundred thousand. You're going to lose. Eventually, you're going to lose. There's so, just more round flying from one side. Exactly. It doesn't matter. That's the problem. That's why all at wars horrible for us because we're going to be the fucking driving power. We'll fund all the countries to get in the fight. Yep. So we don't have to deploy as many men. Our economy will look great, though. Yeah. The economy will boom if we go back to war. It'll suck for the first year after China decides they're going to help Russia. Yeah. After that, though, it'll look good. 
and the draft will start. No way we go to war with Russia funded by China and we don't go through a draft. Russia goes to war with us, China goes to war with us. Yes, 100%. Whether it's proxy or not, China will fund Russia. I th- it turns into a two-front war. China might ne- never shoot around at us, but they all their money is... Here you go. It's gone. Here you go. Here's some more AKs. Well, I they mean, pull everything they have from the U.S. Mm-hmm. and, and uh, throw it right at Russia. I don't actually think they will, though. That's the problem, because we give them their money. What's going to happen is it's going to take too long for our politicians to go, oh, wow, China, maybe we should stop trade because, you know, once they stop trade, they stop making money. Yeah. Our politicians don't become as rich. So that's that's the problem. That's what's happened time and time again. The politicians are just too slow every time. And it it becomes a problem. If you stop Germany when, when we should have, would have never had to have been a war. The problem is, is everyone's first motion is appeasement. Mm-hmm. A war of appeasement is a war lost. The Germans knew what was going to happen as soon as they decided they were going to cross that river, dude. They knew exactly what was going to happen. They didn't care. We, the Britain told them time and time again, no, don't do it, no, no. It, it's... What's, Russia knows what's going to happen if they go into the Ukraine. They know. And they're going to do it anyway. It's just a matter of them waiting for the right time for their, mer- their so-called mercenaries to soften them up enough to where they can just plow through. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll be dead honest with you. Right they're now is the best anyways. time for them to invade. Because we have a joke of political leaders at the moment. How long do you think it's going to take them? To get through Ukraine? Yeah. They'll seize the capital first. The first city they seize will be the capital. Well, and then the people are going to put down their guns. As soon as the Ukraine's government's gone, I mean, the people aren't going to fight anymore. You'll have little cells of people who don't Mm want to give it up, but it won't be a a major rebellious force. Well, they knew what happened to them when the Soviet Union was ruling. I mean, they're they're just going to, they're not going to fight them. They're going to die. Would you rather live under Russian rule or die? Die. Well, I mean, I get your stance, but these people are just trying to go about their lives. Yeah. They're not necessarily concerned, concerning themselves with fighting for freedom. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, a lot of them are, sure. You can see it right now. You can see based on the reports. But, I mean, with no resistance, Russia will be through them within a month. I guarantee it. Just the amount of troops they have on the border right now. No, I I do think a good number of Russians will get killed or injured. Oh, sure. I do think there will be a good lashing back. That military is different, though. We have a draft, dude. Russia says you join military or you go to Gulag. One way or another, you're helping this country. Yeah. Right. And if you run or turn around, we're just going to kill you. I, I don't know. I look at it and I... Do I think it'll lead to a Cold War? I think that's more likely than armed conflict between NATO countries and Russia. But if I was Putin, I'd go, wow, what's Biden going to do and invade yeah. Ukraine? He said it himself. Biden's just a puppet. He is. Well, I mean, he is. And then as a major, a leader of a major power like Russia, they go, yeah, I'm going to invade when the U.S. has a president who shit his pants in front of the Pope. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I mean, he's a joke. He, he's not going to unite us. Would buy, would, Do you think you could be united to join the war effort from Biden? No. He's going to come on the news and be like, yeah, let's fight for our country. Fuck no, dude. He's not going to unite this country. He's not that president. Could Trump do it? I don't know. I think he'd have a better shot than Biden. Yeah, maybe. I don't think he could do it as good as some Here's, I mean, past presidents. They're going to rally two different kinds of people, though. 
Right? Biden's going to rally the anti-gun liberals. But you're, he's not going to. That's the problem, is you have to rally the side that doesn't want to fight. Do I need a president to tell me I should fight for freedom? No. I'll do it. I'll volunteer right now. That's the problem, is you don't have to rally people with my mindset, with our mindset. You don't have to rally people who believe in what the flag means. You have to rally people who don't. Yep. And this, the puppeteering in the White House right now is not going to do it. I mean, it's, by that logic, there's no way in hell that Trump does a better job then. Yeah. I mean, the liberals, uh, the, well, let me rephrase, liberals who hated Trump, which there mm-hmm. was a fair fair amount, uh, they simply just did shit to spite him. Yes. Even if it was for the worse of whatever situation they were facing. I never, uh, you know, I understand that, and I don't believe he could do that much better than what Biden could do. I think they'd both be just miserable failures, and you're just going to go to a draft anyway. Yeah. I don't think we've had a president in the last 50 years that could rally a war like that. I was going to say Bush, but Bush didn't have to. Knocking two towers down was enough. Yeah, I mean, that rallied the American people. I don't know, FDR, probably. Yeah, I mean, but... Again, Pearl Harbor is what really rallied the people. I mean, you saw what exactly would happen to us in Vietnam. If we go to war with Russia right now, troops who come home are going to be disgraced because we have no reason... In the general population's eyes on why we should go fight Russia. Yeah. Just like why we were in Vietnam. It's going to be the same thought process. In the U.S. is going to be, once again, too late to the why, giving the reason why. No one's going to want to fight. I mean, look through the years, right? Uh, World War I. First major conflict for the United States outside of its own borders. Mm-hmm. We caught Germany passing notes with Mexico to try to get Mexico to invade us on the southern border. We got involved. Mm-hmm. World War II. It took a surprise attack from the Japanese Navy on an American naval base to get involved. Mm-hmm. Vietnam doesn't really. They only re, the only reason. This is when the when wartime efforts start turning towards money efforts, right? We get involved in Vietnam because of dumb politics and money. Yep. Same with Korea, dumb politics and money. Mm-hmm. Afghanistan, Iraq. We get involved early on because of oil and a dictatorship. And Afghanistan, we get involved because of a terrorist attack. Yes. So realistically looking on foreign, in foreign wars, you're looking at about 50-50 toss-up on politics or, or attacks getting involved. Yeah. So. I think that's where we lost a lot of support. It's the fucking politics. Oh, yeah. Everyone hates politics, especially when it comes to a fucking wartime effort. Shit's yeah. getting real. Nobody wants to hear about politics. Fuck that. You know, know lay dude. out the problem, figure out a solution, point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Black and white, right? That's how people want their shit presented to them when shit gets real. Yeah. They want beat around the bush promises to yeah, solutions. And I that think don't that's exist. what could have helped a lot in Vietnam. Whether we should have been there or not, whatever. It's not my argument. I wasn't alive at that time. But if you simply said, We will lose if you don't join, what more can you ask for? I mean, there are campaigns and nothing was working already anyway. That's why they had to move to the draft. I think if you give the American people at least a straight answer, the ones who are skeptical are going to think more about it. 
the people who already don't want to be in the military are already going to have to be drafted in. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It's just a tough one. It's like this one, this, this conflict here is too political. Oh, it's very political. There's a lot of money here. You're talking it's about. not going to be a matter of military action that gets us involved this time. And no. I don't, I, I don't really think there's going to be another major conflict that the U.S. runs into, unless it's another problem with the Middle East where we're going to have our hand forced like that. Mm-hmm. Russia's smart enough not to do an attack on U.S. soil like that. Why? Because that's they? what's taken, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's taken attacks on U.S. soil or threatened or conceived attacks on U.S. soil. To get Russia, involved. I mean, we're, Russia's really not even on our radar. We don't even make that much money from Russia compared to China. There's a reason we still support Chinese economies because it fucking funds us. Yeah. So if the reasons they've given us why we've gone to war before would be a reason to go to war with China right now. But we don't because they give us money. Without them, we'd be crippled. Russia gives us nothing. There's no gain for us to go to war with Russia. That's why I think it'll be like the Cold War again, where we just stare at each other. Yeah. And the only things. other way we go direct conflict with Russia, in this particular case at least, is that they bulldoze, I mean bulldoze, through Ukraine and feel like they can start reclaiming more prior Soviet land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think they that's end up reaching take. a NATO country. Yeah, that's what I think it'll take. I don't think the Ukraine necessarily is going to be the turning point. It's going to be when they're like, when the Ukraine's not enough for them anymore. Yeah, when they get more power hungry. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we just fucking took them. No problem. Well, it's what it took Europe against Germany. Yeah. So maybe, potentially, all these fucking tweets about people talking World War Three, next World War Three. Not too far off the mark, but it's not going to happen when Russia invades Ukraine. Yeah. You don't want another world war, dude. Not Absolutely now. Not. I mean, we we talked about this in a previous podcast. Uh, it's once you go to a world war like that, none of this fancy shit remains anymore. The first thing a country's going to do is take out your means of communication in the modern internet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The only way you hear something like this anymore is through a ham radio. Dude, mm-hmm. who the fuck has that anymore? People well, lose yeah, their I fucking mean, minds. That's like, the war fighting technique. That's what you have to do. Like you're do gonna you get your draft letters mean, in the mail again. When their Wi Fi goes off. Mm-hmm. People are gonna lose their fucking shit. It, wouldn't you do that as Russia, though? How hard would it be to get three no, I know Russians in the it. U.S. and go, yeah, we're just going to bomb this major power grid? Yeah. It's not hard. And we would do the same to Russia. The only benefit I think Russia has is they are not, their people, I don't believe, are as reliant on technology as we are. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, fuck, half of their country is frozen tundra. Us, I mean, damn near every United States citizen's relying on technology. Mm-hmm. So we get everything. No one wins if another world war happens. No, I don't think Everyone so. fucking loses. We go into a major war. I mean, every fucking country that's in it's going to be Stone Age, dude. This is how it's going to work. And if it's another it... world war with modern technology... With the three major superpowers in this world involved, all those talks you and your friends probably had, or you, all the statements you've heard saying that the U.S. is geographically impossible to invade, it's going to be bullshit. Because they will overwhelm our fucking at-home defenses mm-hmm. and get it through. Yeah, I think invade, impossible to invade the wrong term i think impossible to conquer is the correct way to state state that. yes you will never own the united states you can invade it you will never own it the people will never let you take the united states and you will never be able to support a military operation against the people of the united states no it's I hate to make this comparison it's not, it's a good, i'd say it's a good comparison but obviously we haven't 
been proved to that extent. It's equivalent to trying to conquer Afghanistan. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you can own the borders. You can own our ports. Because that's where they're going to go anyway. I mean, they're going to go to fucking New York, California. They're going to be on the coast. You will never take the American people out of the U.S., though. One, we're just too big. I mean, the country is massive. You'd have to drop paratroops from planes on every square inch of this country. Yeah. Good luck, good luck fighting in the mountains. Yeah, and I mean, we're not a uniform military either. So you will never, I mean, you would have to, it'd be like Fallujah. You'd literally have to go door to door in every single house. This is what it would have to happen. Or you just have to nuke. Yeah, you just nuke the whole country. Yeah. What do you gain from that? Nothing. I don't think you can, though. That's the problem, is I don't think you could, even if you invaded the United States, I don't think you could launch nukes on the United States still. Because the government would still stand to a point where we could still we would still have operational control of our nuclear weapon systems, I believe. Yeah, I mean, if we got a uh, coastal invasion, they would. Uh, we do have an underground, under mountain, I should say, bunker for government officials and the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I mean, assuming very well that they have the technology to sustain a war room there. I'm sure they do, and I'm sure, well, even if it's not a war room, you still have communications to your nuclear submarines and your nuclear missile silos. And all there is a lot of fucking hidden nuclear missile silos all throughout the Great Plains and the mountains of this country. Mm-hmm. And I, the U.S. president has full operational control of nuclear missiles. You launch them all. The president does everything to do with a nuclear missile launch. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you'd probably have to go door to door. Would we ever get to that point? It'd have to be one hell of a war, dude. It would. It'd be a long war. It'd take a lot to get for our military to give out. Yeah. And I think we've proven that before, too. Is we're not a military where if your lieutenant gets shot, you're just done fighting. We're not that military. You will fight to the last man. If anything, you take down an officer, you just took the reins off. Well, I, I think we've proven that. I think World War II proved that. Is um, We don't fight for leadership. I think a lot of guys who fight would much rather have no leadership and just be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Yep. The supply, I mean, our supply chain would be the hardest thing to maintain. That's what would kill us. Yeah, but realistically, I mean, we don't need as many exports as we, or imports as we get. I mean, we can produce a lot of shit that we need right here in the U.S. We just don't do it. Yes. But to maintain a major war supply chain like that would be rough. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what killed the Germans. But you just couldn't maintain it. They're too spread. I mean, ultimately, when it comes to fighting any major military force, that's what it comes down to, right? Mm-hmm. How well you can maintain the supply chain and drive the fight. And then, I mean, for us to go into Russia, the best we could do is push them back into their borders. That's the best we could do. You can't, just like you couldn't invade the U.S. or conquer the U.S., you couldn't conquer Russia. It's too big. There's too much landmass. To go into Germany and take Germany is a lot easier than to go take Russia. Russia would be brutal too. Mm-hmm. It just Those terrain wise. Unforgiving. I mean, There's actually been run. rumors that the Russians are waiting for the freeze. The winter freeze to hit Ukraine so they can hit them. Because those sense. all those men, they know how to fight in that cold. Yeah. The Russia's border defense is massive. Their military power is pretty big. They have a president who... Their military power only... Their military influence is really regional, though. Yes. I don't know, dude. It'd be... Complicated. Yes. 
and be a complicated war effort for sure. It most definitely would. Well, I mean, kind of swinging directions here. Get off of this depressing topic a little bit. Of war, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. been like five episodes since we've had a guest on, but we are getting a guest back on. Someone we previously had on, our buddy Josh, is going to be joining us next week. Very That'll cool. be cool. It'll be fun. Shake things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So... I could bring my cat on as guest. Bring your cat on as guest. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He'll just swat at my fucking microphone for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> how is that, by the way? Like, overall, how's that whole experience going for you? So, like, right now, he's just laying here. He's purring while I pet him. He's not being bad. He's very good at, at one point, making me want to throw him off the third-story balcony. And then at another point, making... You know, just being the best cat I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. He's all right. Unfortunately. Give him a solid six out of ten. So it means you're a cat person. I had to take the screen off my window and hide it because he was climbing up up it. And I don't want (laughs) to pay for a new one. But, you know, I'm trying, you know, he likes to eat my cord sometimes. He's getting there. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit. I've Cats given him, usually mellow out pretty quick, though. I've given him everything I, I, I could have, dude. I was All the toys you could ever want. You know, you want to destroy my couch? Be my guest. I don't care that much. Don't. I. There's two things. Don't touch my electronics, including cords, and don't destroy the apartment. You want to destroy anything else? Be my guest. I really don't give a shit. I'm going to repulse through blankets, whatever. Yeah, but it's a cat. He's going to destroy the things you love most. I don't, I don't know what to do, man. I'm, you know, this is why I'm cutting his balls off. Yeah. That and so he doesn't sneak out of the, figure his way out of the house and go fuck a bitch. Yeah. My, I'm pretty locked down here. The worst he could do is get into the hallway. Um, but I just don't want him to start spraying. Yeah. That'll be an issue too. So he's got four more weeks of being a man. Don't need that, uh, that, that play that small apartment sound like cat piss. Yeah, I'd prefer it to not. He only has to hit a couple spots for it, too, too. Yeah. So, those are, those are going to be gone. And typically, cats come down after that anyway. So, we'll see, we'll see how that works out for me. You can Never hear know. the excitement in my voice. Yeah. Give it a few years. You get you two will be best friends. Watch. Yeah. Call it now. It, you know, you. it is an easier apartment animal. I will give her that. I will give my wife that. They're more self-reliant, self-sustainable. Yes. I can just sure. leave him around and he just finds his litter box. He had he shit on my floor one time and then I put him in his put him in his litter box and he hasn't done it since. So Yeah, it's gotten to the point with cats where you really don't even have to litter box train them. No, he's pretty just much already, I just think he didn't know where it was. Yeah. They know they're supposed to go in that one, like in a litter box. They just have to find it. They know where it's at. Uh, on other news, the U.S. Army just used a Lana Del Rey quote in a tweet. Amazing. Yeah. Being brave means knowing that when you fail, you don't fail forever. Lana Del Rey. Thank you. I just saw a pretty sweet quote from uh, Andy Reid that you said to Patrick Mahomes in the last seconds of uh, tonight's game. What did he said, say? when it's grim, be the grim reaper. That's a pretty cool quote. Not the kind of quote you expect coming from a guy looking like Andy Reid, though. No. Not at all. But shit, got the job done. Chiefs won in overtime. Yeah, right? Man, this is going to be a weird Super Bowl, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford is going off in the playoffs. I know. I'm so happy. Oh, it's so happy like we to should have kept him. No, we shouldn't have kept him. We should have let him go. Yeah. He well, wasn't going to help Detroit. You got to let me fly. Detroit, Detroit wasn't Eagles good for him. His wings. Cooper Cup's fucking insane. Oh, yeah. It's his year. He's setting records left and right. I guess they made a list of like top wide receiver performances by single season numbers. Yeah. And they listed him over uh, Calvin Johnson. Really? I'm like, mm, no. 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 
Calvin Johnson was in that position, he'd be doubling those numbers. Yeah, I if, mean, if Calvin shit. played longer, he would have went down as probably the best receiver in history. Yeah, but he was a lion, and they yeah. have a short life expectancy. Because they do not trade you away if you're even remotely good. No. It took 13 years of no playoff wins to get Matt Stafford out of Detroit. Yeah. 13 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really... I get both sides. He's doing it for money. I mean, it's a job. You're still making the same amount of money even if you lose. He's playing less games, keeping his body safer, and making the same amount of money. I'd do it. Shit. Oh, yeah, I would too. But, I mean, from a football player's perspective, they work their whole lives to get to that point, and they really just want they want to win a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah but I think they want to go to the playoffs, and when you don't do that, it's kind of fucking dis- disappointing and depression- depressing. Depressing all you want, but you're still a millionaire. Yeah, you are. I mean, I'm, I'm not arguing I'm sorry. that. If I got paid millions of dollars to play a game, I could give a fuck less if I win. <laughs> the championship or not i could be I a football player and i'd never want to go dude i could be the worst nhl player in history and i'd be a perfectly happy man i could never play and they're like we'll pay you one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year okay say less yeah. i'll sit i'll sit in the bench the whole game my for the next 10 years of my life sounds good man so you can heckle these pro players all you want but guess what they're making more money in a single year than you could ever hope to see yeah, you yep. could be a bad pro player and you're making more money. That's, you know, I'd go take That's why I take a pro boxing match against Mike Tyson. Take that knockout shot just, and walk away with Just the for the money. Dude, but that's the thing, though. You might not walk away. You might not, but that's why you just drop, dude. Even if it doesn't kill you, doesn't knock you out first hit, you just like, drop. I'll take, like, I'll take a knockout punch from, like, Floyd or, like, Conor McGregor. Not Mike. I'm good. Wow, he might die. Yeah. He's getting old, dude. He might die. What about Francis? No. <laughs> dude, I take a hit from anyone for a $10 million picture. Are you kidding by me? By a punch. Francis was. Francis Nagano's punch has a. Has the or same has power. The equivalent to 93 points. horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst that happens? You break your jaw, dude. No. Your neck snaps. Your brain stem is detached from the uh, the spine. You'll be okay, dude. You just gotta hope. Would you not take that risk for a ten million dollar payout? Okay, no. I don't see how you could. Ten million dollars is a lot of money. I know, but ten million dollars, you go, you. I'll get you some damn good health insurance too. It will. You get the best medical in the world. I mean, I'd take the risk. Just saying, even because you're still getting paid, even if you die. So at least my family's living life. Yeah. Yes, that's fair. It's like winning the Powerball. All you got to do is get punched. I'll take it. Yeah, I don't mind that that shit at all. Now, would I go in the octagon? Probably not. Those men are terrifying. Yeah, I don't want to die. I'll last a whole minute, dude. You'd be like, bell dings, bro. I'm already on the ground tapping. I'm running. I'm just going to run in a circle. You're running. I'm climbing, dude. I'm holding on the top of the cage. Climbing over and running out. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's gone. <laughs> Who wins? Fuck, man. That's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, your boys got anything else or you're looking to wrap it up? Dude, there's so much. There's a lot to talk, to talk about right now. What do you want to talk about? Nothing. There's nothing to talk about at all, dude. There's no new news from last week, the week before that, or the week before that, dude. It's just all the same damn news. We're and trying our best. We don't here. live exciting lives. <laughs> no, we don't. You know, and, you know. I bought a new computer monitor. That's about it. Live in the same apartment. The same. You know, my apartment complex. They called me. Oh boy. They were like, "Hey, w- your truck has expired tags. We're gonna tow it." We think it's abandoned. I was like, okay. So I went to and talked to them. I was like, hey, I work 10 p.m. till 8 in the morning. When I wake up, it's already dark outside. Because it gets dark here at 4 p.m. I was like, and it's cold. I'm not going to, I don't want to work on my truck right now. I'm sorry. They're like, well, you know, we can't have a band of vehicles in the lot. 
I have two new cars that I pay $50 a piece to park in your fucking shitty covered parking spots. There's just because there's some fucking cheapo that can't find a parking spot in the back of the apartment complexes who doesn't want to pay for their parking spot. You're going to make me get rid of my damn truck. And I sat there and I argued with this woman for probably about 30 minutes. She was like, well, if you move it every three days, it won't be a problem. So you couldn't have led with that. <laughs> you couldn't have just said, hey, just move it around. Um, okay, that's fine. I'll just park it here and there. Every Bro, put that. that bitch in neutral and move it back six inches. You're good. <laughs> well, so she's been sitting for a little bit and it got really cold. Um, it was below freezing here for probably a month straight. Uh-huh. And uh, I took the battery, went and got it charged out of it and came back uh, yesterday morning and I started it. It took some carb cleaner. Um, she's a little rough right now, dude. My choke broke. So it's, you know, the cho- it's just kind of stuck open. She's yeah. running like a fucking first-gen Cummins right now, dude. She's a little rough. I had her running real good last summer. Um, but yeah, right now it's a little, it's a little bad. Turns out the window's leaking a little bit, so I got to clean a little mold off the seat. Kind of sucks, but whatever. But I want to sell it because I found a, a 1969 Camaro for like 11. And then there's also a 1970 Mustang that was a V6 or the I6 or whatever. Swap to the 302. And it's a fastback for $9,000. Dang. It's kind of a steal. And it looks a little shitty, but it runs and drives. There's a couple nice cars around here, dude, that I really want. Someone's got this drag built fucking 75 Camaro. Kind of want it. Minus the fact that it needs, you know, 101. I don't really want to buy drums or race fuel, but it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I've got one. Got one in my garage right now. You get a drum and race meal? How much does that yeah. cost? Like 600 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's why I don't want to do it. it. They came up to the house like the old beer keg guys. And they were like, hey, can you uh, sell your planes? And then they like wheeled it into the back of the garage, took it real good care of it. And they were like, you have a good day. Like, thank you. Came with a pump and everything. It's great. Yeah. Minus the fact that you go broke every time you fill up your tank. Yep. That's my predicament right now. My car hasn't been stolen again, so that's a plus. That's nice. (laughs) It's always appreciated. What does suck is my buddy was working on his truck while I was working on my truck. We had him parked right next to each other for a little bit. And I was like, he needed to borrow some of my tools. I was like, yeah, man, just here's my key for my lock. You know, just so you can take the tools, just lock it. I'll get the key from you. He lost the key. Um, So now all of my tools are in the back of my Civic. Which sucks because now <laughs> I have no trunk space. Got a fucking Harbor Freight jack, two tra- jack stands, you know, all my tools. It's my life, dude. Anything new with you guys? No. No? Yeah, our lives no. are boring, huh? Shit, I'm just looking at buying a new truck. Dude, I'm looking at buying new shit all the time, okay? It's an addiction. Yeah. Do I need a knife sharpener? No. Do I want one? Yeah. Right. Do I need a 75 Camaro that's built the drag race? No. <laughs> Do I really want it? Yeah. That's my life. I, mean, I came up with the idea that I kind of want to test out for the podcast here soon to get us on video, but not like real video. I think we, I've brought this up priorly to you, Jackson. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that, see what you think after yeah. this. You know, there's there's a lot going on right now. Behind the scenes, video editing software got better. Video editing software did get better. Mm-hmm. Oh, Actually, I, would uh, I need it. your login information for the account. I need to use your account on it, by the way. <laughs> God dang it. Well, I'm not going to give that out live. Yeah, well, understandably. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> it was a pretty good deal, though. It's perpetual. I bought it forever for like 70 bucks, dude. And I used Honey and got like uh, 15% off. Why uh why you on incognito mode there, buddy boy? Expose him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you did know. 
not supposed to be talking about it. For the content. For the content. Why do you have two Filmora's pinned to your uh, taskbar? One of them's an update, actually. So we got the regular one. And then there's an update. I don't know really how that even got on there. So on other news, I turned 21 this month. I you know, on the fourth was my birthday. Yep. So I I went and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna buy myself a nice bottle of scotch. And I was doing my research and I was like, but it's a good, you know, I'm not the biggest dark liquor fan. So I bought a bottle of monkey shoulder. This is the worst shit I've ever put in my entire mouth, dude. Yeah. It's just horrible. Like I just can't drink it. And then I learned I'm just not a scotch or whiskey drinker. I'm just going to move to, I'm going to continue with my tequila. I'm not at the Chiefs. I'm not there with you. It's my review. I'm not there with either of you. Yeah, you don't drink, so you can't comment. Yeah, yeah well, you don't cave to peer pressure, so you'll fuck yeah. yourself. Imagine <laughs> not, you know, falling to peer pressure. Kind of weird. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's, that's all we have. And that's all yeah. we got. <laughs> That's we're, we're stretching. We, we're not very interesting in our personal lives. No. And with the news the way it is right now, yeah, we're just kind of, we're stretching it, dude. We're trying to keep it a little light. I mean, if you want to talk about shootings and dead Marines, we can do that for the next three hours. But yeah, if we want to do a don't operator podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's, we. I'd like to stay a little less heavy hearted. Yeah, hard to do that when it's just the three of us, though. But that's what's going to be the nice part about having a guest on again, mm-hmm. which I'm going to try. I am going to be in contact with a coworker. You don't. We haven't talked about him with you, Jackson, but uh, going to be in touch with a coworker of ours, and uh, very intelligent, very articulate, good conversationist. He will be. He says he is down. I just want to get him all the details and get him scheduled, and we should have him on soon as well. And I think he will be very good for Sounds an episode. Like a plan. But other than that, we are pretty much just working on improving this and living our day to day life. Yeah. We'd like to do a video. Essentially. Well, with that, probably should uh, wrap it up.